Hi everyone, welcome to GearBrain's Facebook Live. I am Lauren Barrett. I'm Mark Westlake. And um, thank you for joining us. Yep. So today we're going to be talking with um, smart light bulb company Sanglid. Uh, we're going to be talking with Todd Manigold, who's the Senior Vice President of Sales and Marketing. And we, we love smart light bulbs um, oh. at GearBrain. We really do. Um, we mean that because, um, oh, I think he's already here. Um, because we think they're one of the best kind of smart devices that you can kind of get started with in your home. You just need to really often plug them in. Some of them need hubs, but they really can make a big difference for not a lot of effort. Um, so they're our favorite kind of connected um, gadgets you can sort of add into your space. So today we're going to be talking with one of the makers of uh, Smart Light Bulbs, and here he is. There's Todd. Hi, Todd. Hey, guys. How are you? Good. How are you? How are you? Great. Thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. Of course. Um, so I think we just want to get started here. Um, I think a lot of people, sorry, we're moving chairs around. Um, sure. We think a lot of people probably know what Smart Light Bulbs are, but we thought maybe you could um, just sort of give us sort of the kind of like, you know, shorthand version of what makes a light bulb smart versus what we usually think of as a traditional light bulb that we buy at the drugstore and put into our lamps? I mean, I think the generic definition is that you can control the lights via, via your smartphone or some sort of mobile device. I think it provides a, a level of convenience or control that historically was only available through some sort of complex, probably professionally installed control system. Um, and it does far more than a than a traditional wall dimmer that you'd have in your in your typical house. Okay, so and then now you guys are doing smart light bulbs, but you're also sometimes doing things a little bit differently um, by adding in multiple kinds of features into your smart light bulb. So it's not just um, you know delivering light, but it's also sort of right. do two different or some, you know I think it can I think you guys are sort of attaching usually one feature to the light bulb um, along with delivering light. So why don't you explain how it works and, and, and why would you, why would I as a consumer want something like that? Yeah, so I think lighting is one of the few devices in your home that's basically ubiquitous. It's in every room, it's in everybody's house. And so historically the light bulb has served one purpose where it basically just turns on and off. I think we, we believe there's an opportunity for the lights to do more. And so whether that's adding a sensor, whether that's adding a camera, if the socket, who's, which is already there, it's already got electricity, can do more, then maybe your house becomes a little bit smarter and, and things become a little bit more convenient. I think the most um, practical example that we have in place today is we have a floodlight where we have a motion sensor built in. And so rather than having two devices and trying to figure out where I put them and where do I put a sensor, you, you basically have it integrated into one. And then that particular device, the sensor can actually trigger other lights in the home um, and the light actually serves as a light just like it would always. Are you finding that um, consumers or people, you know, people who are buying your products, are they, are, are they for the most part looking, do you feel like, for, you know, a two-in-one type of device, or are they still sort of kind of moving first into, the, like, I want to I play with this, 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 you know, ability to turn my lights on and off in a new way? I think we're entering a, a point in the overall smart home, smart lighting space where we're, we're bringing in new consumers into the space. <laughs> That's okay. No worries. I think we're entering a point in the overall smart home, smart lighting space where we're bringing in new consumers into the space. Sorry. We're having issues. Okay, we got it. 
I just got a Mac. Okay. <laughs> I, I think it's a, a different group of consumers who are coming into the space, quite honestly. I, I think the people who are super comfortable with technology are trying to explore all the things that are possible within the smart home. Yeah. But the group of consumers who are coming in now, I think we're still trying to teach them what are the possibilities within the smart home and specifically smart lighting. So we see people coming in with more simple entry points with some sort of motivation rather than maybe going after the more complex thing from day one. Okay, and then um, you guys are also, I'm just looking at my notes, sorry. I still have to- Sure, no worries. Um, <laughs> you're also a company that's working with a lot of systems. I mean, I think that's also something that is confusing to consumers is how am I gonna get these to work? Because they pick up their, their phone and they're like, okay, I can, I can kind of control it through an app, but that's, you know, the, the magic of a smart home system, the, what we like to try to talk about is, um, Oh, it's not just that you have to, you can use an app, but you can often control it through a lot of other means. You can use it voice, right. there's other networks. It can work with, I mean, you can have lights that work with, um, you know, sensors and door locks and so forth. So you guys are, are, are kind of um, umbrelling over a lot of, I would say, a lot of different networks and systems. So, how, I mean, you know, how do you guys um, decide, how are you, is it to you beneficial to work with as many as possible? Um, and how are you making kind of some choices on that? I, I think we're, we're trying to work with the partners that we view uh, not only add value to our system, but we add value to theirs. And in principle, it's about making the experience easier. I think there's a, there's a hesitation to some extent in the category where, to your point, people don't know how everything works together. And so if we can actually come up and work with partners to make the smart home or specifically smart lighting easier, then it makes sense, right? And so our integration with voice partners is one of those where it just provides an easy, natural way for you to interact with devices. Uh, but we also recognize that maybe some people aren't comfortable with that. That's just not the way they like to do things. And so that's where we've started to add things like sensors and switches to the portfolio to give people the option to control lights in whatever manner they feel most convenient or most comfortable uh, because it's, it's never been very hard to turn on a, a light bulb. And so right. it shouldn't be hard or, or complicated when you actually make the light bulbs to do more. And so giving people as many options as possible is, is really where, where our focus is. And, that, and that's why you see some of the partnerships with voice platforms or smart things or others who actually allow integrations with, with a control mechanism, but also allow you to actually set up routines and schedules to control multiple devices in conjunction with lights at the same time. Are you finding any kind of, um, you know, uh, lean, are you finding that people are leaning towards one kind of way of controlling a device over another? I mean, do you more, more people who are using saying that are coming in through voice? Are they coming in through other kinds of means? Um, is it equal? Is one seem to be having more of an uptick? Because it's interesting to us to see, um, I mean, we're always sort of looking at not just what's happening right now, but where will this be going, you know, down the road. Yeah. And um, certainly there's a huge push. I mean, we're watching it happen, you know, almost on a daily basis into voice. I mean, this seems to be like the biggest adoption right now about ways of controlling devices. But, you know, I, I think a point you made, which is a good one, is that that's not always how people want to kind of run the thing. Yeah. It I think voice is, is certainly the gateway, not only to smart lighting, probably to the smart home at the moment. 
but once people actually buy that device and they, they do some of the basic uh, things that it can do, whether it's play music or act, control timers and other things, when they start to look at what smart home is possible, lighting becomes one of the more simple things that they can add. And I think you even mentioned it, the, the instant gratification of saying, hey, uh, Alexa, turn my lights on and having the lights turn on brings to life that futuristic home that we saw in the Jetsons or, or something like that. And so we certainly see a lot of people who come into the space and, and use voice as a control mechanism. I do think we see, as people become more comfortable with the system, the opportunity for them to add other other mechanisms, whether that is sensors or switches, or whether that's honestly programming the lights to actually work uh, in the background. And so you know, one of the more interesting use cases for smart lighting is for people to actually schedule the lights to turn on and off in the evenings or when they're away. So basically create this uh, this presence in your home, regardless if you're there or not. And so I do think as we go forward, you'll start to see lights and, and other devices start to work in the background passively, whether it's a learned behavior or a programmed behavior, but having those things work around how you live is really the ideal, the ideal kind of smart home. So that's interesting, the idea that it would kind of learn. I mean, you're talking about AI, right? You're talking about a smart home that actually sure. know what you want and begins to sort of pattern um, or, or predict um, what you might find. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that you could you could make the argument that's where the market is headed. I, are we there yet? I, I don't think so. Um, but I think you see incremental steps there, right? Where uh, even in our system, for example, where you have sensors, where the lights turn on because there's activity somewhere else, we're already starting to get to the point where devices can work around whatever it is you're doing or whatever you want them to do. And so beyond the direct control of voice, there are certainly options for learned and programmed and, and uh, AI kind of behaviors for sure. And certainly with some of your lights um, already having sensors built in, it opens it up to maybe other kinds of, as you said, other ways of controlling. I mean, we know that there are um, a lot of smart home devices that are looking at other kinds of, um, you know, I mean, like biometrics. Um, I mean, you know, some of our smart speakers are beginning to kind of recognize voices. Um, a sensor yep. that might pick up motion, maybe able to detect um, the way someone's walking or a gate, um, you yep. know, pattern of walking. So it seems like you guys are in a position where you might be, I mean, I'm guessing you're probably looking at those other Yeah, I mean, I, I think even things like uh, facial recognition come into play at some point where when you get into the security space where you're depending on who's coming into your home or approaching your home, maybe the lights turn on in one way or another way to recognize that yes, you recognize that individual or no, it's someone that you, that's, that's a new year house or a delivery person or something. So all of those things are within the realm of possibility. Yeah. Um, but to your point, that's probably not the way people enter today. That's probably a, a learned behavior for the consumers once they get more comfortable with their, with their developing smart home system. Right. And that does sort of touch on, of course, you know, I think consumers getting comfortable does also kind of talk about you know, where are consumers comfortable today um, with what yeah. smart devices are learning about them, um, you know, and, and hearing what they're saying. So I think there is, there does seem to be, I mean, I'm wondering about that too. Do you, do you feel like consumers maybe, there's still like a learning pattern or still learning, there's still something that they need to kind of like move past 
to kind of get to that place where we can go from where we are today to the next step where they can feel there's more information about them that their smart devices know about. I mean, I, I, I think it honestly starts even before that. I think we as a, as a smart lighting company, we as, a, as part of the greater smart home industry yeah. are still in the process of teaching people what's possible. Uh, I, I, this isn't something where you wake up one morning and you say, hey, I'm going to build a smart home today. I think it's all driven by individual motivations and, and instances in your life where today I'm going to move to a new house. I'm going to start over and build it smarter. Today I'm going to remodel my son's room or you know what, um, there's, there's lots of things going on outside and I want to monitor my house. There's some sort of personal reason why you get started with this. And then I think as long as that first or second interaction with the smart home, the smart lights is a positive one, and then it gives you motivation to continue to expand. But I think we need to make sure that people understand that this is actually adding value to them, that it's helping make their life easier. Yeah. Uh, it's not just something that uh, is cool and that you use occasionally. So um, one thing I did want to ask, um, you know, just I wanted to talk a little bit about kind of going back to the different platforms and systems that you're working on. Um, you're working with a lot of branded networks. Work, you know, you, you mentioned Samsung's. You, you know, you're working with other makers. Um, Zigbee and Wi-Fi. These are definitely, yeah. um, you know, people, this is definitely a confusing point for people, um, you know, how, how, what, what does that mean that it's working on Wi-Fi? What does it mean that it's working on Zigbee? I mean, where are you, you know, you're working with both of those. Why is it important um, for consumers to understand the difference and how can they understand the difference and, and does it matter for them? I mean, is that why they need to know? Hopefully in the end, Honestly, the answer is no. I think we want to actually make smart lighting as simple as possible that they don't need to understand everything that goes on. But um, our, our primary system is built on Zigbee, right? It, it's, a, it's a protocol that, pa that is ideal for passing small amounts of information. It's, it's the ideal platform for a program like Smart Lights. Okay. But inherently, in order for you to do that, you need a small hub to actually create that Zigbee network in your home. And so for consumers who are uncomfortable with that, they don't really understand exactly what they want it to do, maybe that's a big hurdle for them. Um, it shouldn't be because it's not that difficult to do, but I, I think it's another physical device that, that is something you have to connect. So in that regard, enter Wi-Fi where you can actually just connect it directly to your Wi-Fi network. And it's a, it's a term that everyone's comfortable with and they seemingly are more familiar with. Um, the ultimate challenge with Wi-Fi is twofold. Number one, if you have too many lights on your system, it could ultimately start to impact how your Wi-Fi network performs for other more major functions, whether that's streaming or um, you know, working on your computer, whatever that may be. The other is that even in our portfolio and generally with the industry, the number of options that are available in the Wi-Fi portfolio are quite a bit smaller. And so if you really want to actually create some of the things that we've been talking about, interactions with switches and sensors and, and all these other kinds of things, that's where the Zigbee platform for us uh, and ultimately in the market provides you quite a bit, few more options for people to design their smart lighting system in the way that they think is the most effective and gives you the most flexibility. Cool. So you've got light bulbs that give off light. You've got uh, light bulbs that are working with sensors. 
Um, what's, yeah. What are you guys looking at next? What's, uh, you know, what's on the you know, I think it's it's really about not necessarily doing super crazy things. I think it's about doing things that are beneficial to people, right? And so, um, as we as we enter the spring here, we're we're introducing product that has a, a hundred watt replacement, and it seems really simple, but for rooms that don't have a lot of lights, whether it's an apartment, a bedroom, yeah, you need you need enough light to function, and so. And particularly for the for the uh, the aging population, you need more light to see. So, just because we make it smarter, it it has to do the same functions. And so, we're really looking at things uh, in a pragmatic matter to say what what light bulbs, what sockets actually need to smarter and can provide value. And so that that simple upgrade of adding basically lumens to a light bulb and, and making it work with our existing system was a simple one. Um, for us to basically address a, a particular use case. I mean, we put it in right next to the bed and it becomes a reading light now, which before uh, one individual smart light. Okay. I think um, Sarah has a question. Yeah. Are you still there? Yeah, no, I'm still here. Um, final question. Okay. I'd like to ask people if I can. So aside from your own product, aside from the light bulbs, which I'm sure are in your home, What's the favorite uh, yeah. you're working with right now that you have at home, that you like at home? For me personally. Yep. So I, I think we, we use um, the, we have a ring doorbell um, that's, uh, that's on our house and we use it just for understanding what's going on. Um, and for us, it was a really practical purpose, right? We, we, my wife and I both work we're we're frequently not home during the day that doesn't mean that we don't get quite a few packages delivered to us for right. either from friends or family or something that we purchased and um we want to know that it's still there when we actually get home and so that was our own personal motivation for actually investing in that particular device and uh yeah we're super happy with it it just gives us that level of peace of mind um that that we can monitor things and so Again, I, I think this whole category is driven by personal motivation. And yeah. in that particular case, that was ours. Great. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thanks for uh, joining us today. I appreciate it. And uh, hopefully we'll Thank you very much for your time. Yeah. And hopefully we'll have you guys on, um, you know, available uh, sometime in the uh, you know, near future. Talk more about light. Sounds great. Okay. Yeah, of well, course. Yeah. Have a good afternoon. Take care. Excellent. Thanks, everybody, for joining thank us you. today. Bye. Bye. Bye.